tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boostbytaxday to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Thank you for downloading the Blue Moon podcast. Please give the show your support by becoming a backer. Patreon.com forward slash Blue Moon podcast. Hello, this is a little extra Friday night's Blue Moon podcast. A little surprise for you to have a little bit of extra Manchester City stuff to listen to. I'm David Mooney, and don't worry, I'm not sticking around here for too long on this show. This show is mainly Pep Guardiola. I was in his pre-match media conference ahead of Sunday's Newcastle game, and I was fascinated by his answers to the questions that centred largely on how he was going to pick the team up from Wednesday's defeat in the Champions League semi-final to Real Madrid. He talks a lot about mentality, the impact of the game, the team's performance and the wider context of what that all means and how that is going to impact him and the players in the next match and the remaining four games of this season. Have a listen, here he is. I imagine you've had, needless to say, a challenging couple of days since what happened in Madrid. Can you give us an idea about how you and and how all the players are managing to recover emotionally, psychologically, physically after what happened in Madrid? We recall... We are better than yesterday and tomorrow will be worse than today. So, it's football, I accept it. And, uh, and we have a big challenge two weeks to, to try to, especially this week, where we have uh, the Premier League season uh, in our hands. You know these players really, really well. What have you said to them in the last couple of days to, to encourage them, I guess, to put, put that behind them? What have you said to them? Nothing. We didn't speak. You said nothing at all to them? No. No words can help to feel what every all of us we can feel. So it's just a question of time. Try to sleep as best as possible and think uh, the new target. So tomorrow will be the first day we will be together and of course we are going to talk who we are as a team what we have done in this semi-final Champions League, how good we have been, not just in these two games, in the whole season, and and try to do next last week. So, probably is one of the the, the the moments that since I am manager, more proud I am to be in this club, in this organisation, and until the last day I will be here, I will give everything, and we do it together with the teams, what we have done it, so... That's all. How big an incentive have you got now if you can win your last four games? That I think will be four four titles in five seasons. How, no, I'm not thinking about the world of four. I win. I'm thinking about Newcastle. It's enough focus for the team that you have and and do it. This is the only concern I have. And after, of course, the balls and 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 after with him. And this is what uh, is in 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 my mind. It's not necessary to tell you just in case. We achieve it what it is. What it is. Hi, Pep. Does it make it easier 
now after that defeat to Real Madrid to focus the players fully on this Premier League title race? Does it give you more determination to get over the line? Determination. So it's just to see how the, we played uh, against Real Madrid both games. Of course, the first we were better than the second one, but I was fortunately sometimes playing as a football player, semi-final Champions League, as a manager as well in other clubs. It's not easy to do it. And they behave as a as a real man and a, a real football players to try to compete against an exceptional team. And um, and the, the concentration, the focus will be the same because the final potential final would have been after the Premier League. So n nothing changed in that terms. The Leeds game was difficult and tricky for the fact that you could lose the Premier League there and after before the Madrid. But now. After this game, we know after Madrid away game, it's just four games Premier League. So the focus is the same. Can you use past experience to your advantage as well? 18-19, after going out of the Champions League, your players were brilliant in their response and won all the remaining matches to win the Premier League title. Is that handy for you now at this point? I said many times, we cannot compare what happened in the past, what happened in the past. Today, we had to play against the quarterfinals, the last 16 Champions League, and the same opponents would be different. So. It's not necessary to remember what happened in the past with exactly what we have to do. But the best focus and concentration is, is simple. It's, it's Newcastle, no, no more than that. Um, you said there how proud you are of the players and you shouldn't lose sight of what they've achieved. Is this group of players capable of winning the Champions League at some stage? Obviously not this season, but in the future. They have what it takes to do that? No, I don't know. It's a question I cannot answer, so I, I don't know. Before Madrid, I didn't know we were able to win it. So sometimes you ask me questions, all respect, honestly, I know you, you have it. But I have the answer to all your questions. That football is incredible and predictable. We, we saw it and, and, and I, can, I cannot. But this team or this club, this is my feeling I have, maybe I'm wrong. So didn't buy or took over the people from Abu Dhabi, Sheikh Mansour, to, to, to buy this club and, and invest in these incredible facilities and invest in players like a lot of other clubs in the world to be what we live the last years, is not to win just the Champions League. So they did it to be there in all competitions and every season compete, compete, compete in all competitions until the end. The Champions is not at the beginning and the end. We want to do it. Maybe I'm not good enough to help the team to do it. Nobody knows what happened with another manager, another players. Nobody knows. But they are to be there as much time as possible, no competition. And we have to do it. So for us, it's an honour. So for the people, I know that they don't appreciate, I think, what this club is doing. Um, maybe it's not enough, but for me, it's... it's, in, it's Incredible, remarkable. So being in the semi-finals in the Champions League again after last season on the, and making steps to be in there and compete against an outstanding team in this competition the way we did it, a home in a way. So we were close, not close enough because the team who wins is deserve it. So in Madrid is in the finals because deserve it. For they have done or we know have done, they deserve it. So we were not close enough, but we were there. And, and this is my feeling, because it's 
all our life it just depended win the Champions League, win the Champions League, win the Premier League, win the Premier League. Nothing what we have done since they took over one decade ago with all the players before me, players were before, sorry, manager were before, not make sense. So is that, is that okay, chance next season we're going to try. Knowing it's so difficult because the teams are good and, you know, just count the, the teams they are behind of us on quarterfinals or last 16 or no group of stage they didn't qualify. How good they are, they are not there. So I know for the people they want to do it. Nah, because we'll not accomplish. Okay, you want to be it in this way, I accept it. So since they won, I'm sorry, I have to handle it that. That's not a problem with me. It's for the fact that this is not about that. It's about to, in the Premier League again, being there, in the FA Cup semi finals again, and, and Champions League semi finals. This season could not happen, but even the Carabao Cup four times in a row. This is the club want to be. That's why they seduced me to come here for that. I don't ask you one any title. Never ask me anything in the club. It's anything to play as good as possible, to compete with the, all the teams in England and all the teams in Europe when we are able to play and compete there. This is the this is the the reason why. It's completely opposite what the people think about it, you know? No, 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 no. I'm not saying it's fairly or not fairly. I'm not saying that. What the people say, if this group of players or this manager do win the manager, they will be a failure. Accept it. And completely disagree. Completely. But the people who are in the sport, you, you know how dif we know how difficult it is everything. Everything. But I accept it. So I'm not going I'm not going to make a debate that you are right, I'm wrong. So I'm wrong or I'm right or you're wrong. So no. You can do whatever you say, whatever thing. I said that as a club, the feeling that we have is a start and try to do it. We are sad. Of course we are sad. We didn't talk because everyone was inside of himself, you know, for uh, we were close and we couldn't do it because the first above me, above anyone, it was the players. They were that they wanted to play again the final of the Champions League. But for this club, for this club compete against Real Madrid the way we did it, it's a joy. I don't forget one week ago the way we played here against them. How close we were to make, wow. But we couldn't do it and I said, okay, there is the competition, we were there, you have to make a chance. We were not good. Enough. We were good. But not enough to do it because the other team, and I give a lot of credit what what they are. And, and I said right after, congratulations Liverpool and Madrid, because if they are in the final, they deserve to be in the final. We were close, yeah, definitely were. They know it, we know it, but important next season we're going to try, and if it doesn't work, they're going to try again. It doesn't work, we're going to try again. And in the Premier League, in the Carabao Cup next season, we want to go further than we were this season. And this is when became a club, uh, I'm, you know, uh, a club, like I said, oh, this club is, is great, it's good. Just remember, all, just name, names all the clubs in Europe, the big ones, every year are there, are there, are there. In the last years, we are there. And we're going to, yeah, but sometimes not possible. So in world, in our lives, in football, in our lives, sometimes you do everything and you don't achieve it. What is the problem with that? Okay, we don't achieve it, we didn't achieve it. Yeah, okay. Next day, try to do it. Good moments celebrated, bad moments more sad than usual, like it happened last days, and, and continue to do it. And I think this club is, is good for this. A new year full of surprises. But one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. 
Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. So when postage goes up, your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com is like your own personal post office, wherever you are. You can even take orders on the go with the mobile app. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Schedule package pickups, automatically find the cheapest and fastest shipping options, and seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. There's even a supply store where you can stock up on mailing supplies, labels, even printers. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. All you need is a computer or phone and printer. Take a chunk out of your mailing and shipping costs this year with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Pep, uh, does it make you even hungrier? No. Always I'm starving. No, no. I cannot live one year thinking if my happiness will be... I know the people outside of here demand just Champions League, Champions League, Champions League, Champions League. And we, are, we are not, you know, we know it. We know it. But I cannot, right now I cannot live. I didn't live to just, you know. Because at the moment they were going to win the Champions League, hopefully this is where the money was spent. Never will be for the work behind. That's Roma. The money was spent, I know, in the Champions League. Yeah, we are the only club in the world that in the last 10 or 15, 20 years they just spend money. So even with that, it's difficult to win it. So nothing happened. But that, what we live in Madrid, it will help us as a club, as a team, as in the future. The people nowadays don't realize it. But I tell you, it's a good for us. The worst is not leave it, being the sofa watching it. And I would love to win the Champions League, be in the final in Paris, to leave that because it will be better in the future. It will take that. But uh, we are going to change. The same with mine. And, and can I just ask that um, after Rodrigo scored the first goal, and of course Grealish could have scored twice before, mm. and this is football, like I said, unpredictable, but after Rodrigo scored, is it all mental from that moment on? There is no time, no, there's no time for mental. It was 45 seconds later. <coughs> there's no time to fall down. That's why when we speak in big data, you know, all the analysis, analysis, what is the analysis? How you control that, my friend? The motion of the players. Tell me, tell me in the big data how the, the, the players feel that in, that in that moment. How do you feel it? Or do you think they want to lose the players? No? They want to accept the cross and the iron, deflection from one player, go to Rodrigo again, score the second one. It's football. They tell, me, tell me what happened. It's football. It happened. And when happens, accept it. They are doing many chances. We need, we will talk about that, guys. We have to score goals. We have to score it. We have the chance. And now the people say, yeah, lack of character. Lack of character. What happened is Jack really just scored the two goals they have. What is the character? And Atletico Madrid, when, when Correa shoot and, and Eddie safe, now it's character. The Correa score is not character. When Courtois put the feet, he touched here in the bus for one centimetre, he go to the corner and go to the goal, that is not character for the team. Say it for ex-football players, not for you. Maybe you didn't play, but ex-football players over there. So the margin is like this, and we have to handle it. And maybe we have to be more time, maybe the, the kick-off after one goal has to be more pause, know exactly when you're going to go for the long ball for Medi, whatever that. But you play with emotions, and the emotions are 
uncontrollable. Are in that moment are a, a favor for Real Madrid, but it's normal. It will happen the same in the favor. What happened here? We scored the three-one. In that moment, we were we were hot. In that moment, Madrid was down. I was there. One minute later, throw in three-two. Uh, Not even we'll have two three minutes, you know, to wow to maybe that momentum, you know, with football in this competition is momentums. But the players, in, when you play in the Premier League, they know they have another game, another game, another game. And this competition is a question of time. And it happened immediately. And oh. But the same, uh, you deserve what you have done. No, no, it's not about deserve. Madrid deserve because they are in the final. But if you deserve to score more goals, the chances we had, and defend better the first goal that we didn't defend properly, that we had to defend the first goal from, from Rodrigo. So that's why I never blame about the things, always we can do better, and we work for that. And this is the term to be next season, just in case we are here and together, and we do it, that is what I have to learn. And leave it, maybe it will help us. Maybe it will help us. Pep, given the circumstances around what happened on, on Wednesday night, can you, can you expect the players to forget about that on Sunday? They don't have to forget it. How, how, how are we going to forget it? We are going to play against Newcastle thinking about that, for sure. I know the players in the day before, in the training session, in the meeting rooms, in the game warm-up, in the there, how committees are going to do it. I don't have any doubt on that. But 39 minutes there, 0-1. We're close. Uh, Madrid has done it not uh, many years. They have this belief, you know, for the, the, the history, the past, for the incredible players who are there on the pitch doing that. And the players come later. They feel they were there, the Stefanos and Puskas and, and Raul and, and Benzema and Cristiano and Fancy Wayne and all the strikers have done it that. Rodrigo knows they have to do it because they have done it. And, and this is part of that. They will fight against that. And that is part of the tactics and every important part. And we handle it as, as much as possible. We, we could play better, yeah. We could have done more, yeah. But it's not easy. First, because there's momentum, circumstances, the tension, and because we play against Real Madrid, and like it happened next season against Barcelona, hopefully we'll be there because I'm, you know, I'm Barcelona fan. Um, Bayern Munich will be there, and we have to prove it again there. But now I'm going to tell you, you have to forget that. Don't forget it. Still, I have here Tottenham for one inch. Raheem to score a goal to get semi-final against Ajax. Still is there. Still is there. And that, that's why I'm manager I'm living these this situations, the good moments of a moment, feel it. And I love it, I like it, we like it. Hopefully they can have this. And now it looks like a oh, bit sad, tragedy. But there will be an act, will be a good memories. You know, we live there and for nothing we could not achieve it. At least the trophy is so nice, but just forget it. The next season is one more name in the list. You know, and the winners and the losers. There's one least more. Uh, we have done it. But we have to do it again and living there or being there, this is important. The regret of being the final is not enjoy the final, not being there in the final. Of course, to win it. But being the process to enjoy these two weeks, three weeks, to play the final against Liverpool, to prepare again, how can you do it better in the last time to try to beat them. This is what I'm sad to be able to live it. But Life that doesn't have an opportunity. Sport always gives you an opportunity. And, and I will not judge my players. 
I will not, not just because I'm not even the person who has to judge them. They have to judge themselves, but I will not give opinion about myself or them for now being in the final or being in the final. Because I know how difficult it is. How difficult. It looks like, like you have to do it. It's just in the world exists our team or myself. Uh, you have to do it. And the others? Don't deserve Madrid to be in the final? Atletico Madrid played better than us in the second leg, in the second half. And with a real lucky, lucky, they are in the semi-final against us, instead of us. We play better, the games against Madrid and Atletico. Football way, chances created and everything, we, we play better. And we are out, and the Atletico Madrid were in. We are all agree with that. We both see the four games, Atletico Madrid and Real Madrid. And we are. That's because, but, but it's football. When I say them, give me an explanation about what happened. It's football. 22 players moving with the ball, with emotions, with good moments, bad moments, mistakes, good things, bad things. And at the end, 86, 108, no, more than 186 minutes, much extra time to one team won. And, and it's in the final. And I don't know. This is the Blue Moon Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Blue Moon Podcast. So that was the best bits from Pep Guardiola's pre-match media conference ahead of Sunday's game with Newcastle. Um, I'm now joined by Sporting News' Dom Farrell. Um, Dom, uh, I was in the room for that. You were in the you were in the virtual room on the Zoom for this uh, for this press conference. Um, I can't I can't stop thinking about it. Is that normal? <laughs> <laughs> it was um, it was one of these good ones. Like um. I, I don't know. I, I think when you think about good Guardiola press conferences, the one that comes to mind for people Cass. a little bit is Cass. the <laughs> yes, the podcast one. I did get a sense today that this one will probably be good, and I thought it was an entertaining press conference. I thought it was a good press conference from him. I also thought it was the press conference of a man who'd probably spent far too much of Thursday on Twitter. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I think it also hit upon. I mean, you know, this not to get the tiny violins out of journalists here, but it's one of the things that makes his press conferences both fascinating, but sometimes hard to plan a question for, because generally, and I think this was true today, the best answers you get out of Guardiola are wet, are answers that are nothing to do with the question. Oh, absolutely. Um, he didn't like, like he, he didn't answer a single question, did he? He just, he had a lot to say. That was it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there was... What, did, he, did he do like about a five-minute answer to that question that was more, does this make you hungrier? And it was, I'm already starving. And then he just went. Um, yeah. yeah, it's... Uh, so so he's hard to plan for because you, you think, right, I'd like an answer about this thing. But ultimately, if he doesn't want to talk about what you ask him, he's not going to say. But if there's something he wants to get off his chest, you could probably ask him about the weather and he'd find a way to get around to talking about <laughs> what was on his mind. And obviously like anybody associated with Manchester City over the last couple of days, he's got quite a bit on his mind. Let's start with uh, one of the first things he said uh, in that in, in, in the press conference. Um, just that he hadn't talked to the players. They, the players haven't been around. He's not uh, he's not talked to them yet. Um, that surprised me. Um, I'm not sure actually how surprising it is now that I think about it, but uh, like it, it feels a bit kind of kind of odd and then he, he kind of followed it up with well what can I say what can I possibly say to them what 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 is it I can do to pick them up at this point because you know they're professionals they know what they're doing but I know what they're doing we've, we've we've had a sucker punch and I just found I found that little insight fascinating because most managers will would just kind of give the normal platitudes of uh, you know we have to work hard and we have to kind of bounce back from it um and he I, I thought it was kind of in a strange way quite breathtakingly honest 
Yeah, I think it's the sort of thing, and he will know this, that if, say, for example, there's a stumble against Newcastle or there's points dropped at Wolves and West Ham and Liverpool win the league, and it's important in the context of who he's up against here that I think it's fair to say that for all his capabilities as a manager, in terms of being a people person, Jurgen Klopp seems to have Guardiola's edge on that. He's gregarious. He's the guy, you know, probably all the pool fans want to go for a pint with. I think with I think a lot of City fans like a pint with Pep, but it could get quite intense. Um, yeah, so that's the sort of thing that now, if things don't pan out for City, that, oh, he didn't even talk to his players. He's cold, he's distant. What's all that about? But it didn't surprise me because yesterday will have been a day off and today they'll have not trained because it's a hectic schedule. So, yeah, why would he? Is Because I think it's been a thing from, certainly from his time at Bayern Munich, um, if I'm right in saying, because I know at Barcelona, because he was coaching players who had coached in the youth set up there, people like um, Busquets and Pedro. And he sometimes worried he was quite close to the players. Ever since then, he's tried to keep healthy distance. He doesn't go in the dressing room that, that often. So if that's the way he works day by day by day, if he had sort of been on the phone to, you know, Zinchenko and Phil Fold and everybody else the morning after, they'd have probably thought that's a bit weird. Yeah. So it doesn't surprise me he's not talked to them. And yeah, you're right. Maybe it is a bit surprising that he's actually gone and been that honest because I've noticed like when you look through like the various sort of lines that respect certain news organisations have led with, that the Guardiola hasn't spoken to his player is the obvious jump out news line. That's the other thing about Guardiola press conferences. Sometimes they can be fascinating. You think, well, what on earth is my headline here? Because he sort for five minutes about everything. But the jump out line was this team have suffered like a seismic, possibly generation defining defeat and he's not even spoken to them. What a weirdo is going to be the reaction of a lot of people. But knowing Guardiola as those of us who follow him a bit closely do, I don't think it's a surprise. In fact, if anything, if he'd sort of gone, right lads, all round nine for a chat on Thursday lunchtime you'd think something's gone wrong here. So yeah, it's, it's, it's that, that when you get an email from the manager that just says, can we have a chat? And you go, what have I done now? <laughs> yeah, totally. Abs- yeah, it's absolutely one of them. The more determination thing, I thought he was he was really kind of interesting on uh, the mentality and the, the kind of mental side of, of, of that defeat. Um, because he... He kind of he kind of rubbished the idea that a, a defeat like that will just will spur you on to to kind of improve and do better. It's almost like, well, we're, we're trying this anyway. We will we will be trying to win all these competitions anyway. We want to do better anyway. Uh, defeats like this don't really matter. We have to just kind of live with it. Yeah. So every now and then, and you'll you'll kick yourself immediately if you've a, you've asked a question of Guardiola where you've slipped a little bit into cliche. Because <laughs> he, he he hates that and he shoots it down. You try and find a way around it. Today felt like he was sort of working through all the cliche things that get said about football teams and managers after defeats like that. And we just got the bit I thought that really stood out to me when when he got asked, as you would do, a normal question that probably um, yeah I, I'd have happily asked myself when he gets told how are you going to get the players to forget about that defeat. He goes, well, they won't forget about it. They're not going to forget about that. How do you forget about that? We don't forget about when we lost to Tottenham and. I thought that was brilliant because, yeah, of, of course it's it's going to be in the, the the idea that he can sort of take out the device off Men in Black and <laughs> wipe their minds <laughs> of Wednesday night because we're because oh Newcastle real lads forget that 
that's not going to happen. Of course, they're going to shoot on it, but it's how you channel it. And it's this idea that, um, you know, it often comes up when people like, say, I know Raheem Sterling and Marcus Rashford have been criticised over recent years, like, oh, they can't strengthen their football enough because they care about human beings. You know, people are capable of having more than one thought in their heads um, at any one time. So the, I thought him addressing that kind of, sort of that one of the several platitudes he shot down, that idea of, oh, you've got to forget about. It's like, no, no, you don't forget about that. You're never going to forget about being two goals ahead in the final minute and not making the Champions League final. That It's harrowing. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah I, I thought that that bit was interesting, and I think it, it it was it was it was great how he spoke on that. Yeah, and I mean, he, he also said about um, this this other cliche character that we talk about all the time. The players didn't show enough character in the final few minutes, and he's like, "Well, what uh, what if Jack Grealish had scored? We'd showed character then, hadn't we?" And it, it, it's kind of it absolutely rubbishes this idea that the players were not mentally strong enough to win that game, and and just ultimately, sometimes football just happens. Yeah, I mean, he he's always big on going, and this this is actually a bit of a contradiction. Because he said that you know Madrid won, Madrid in the final because they deserve to be, Liverpool in the final because they deserve to be. But he also is someone that talks about how you analyse games sometimes looking at the result and not what's gone before. And yeah, it's and there's a wider point with some of the criticism that he will ha, has received and will get because of the now several Champions League failures. But this was different in the fact that there wasn't. A weird selection. There wasn't. I know there's been some identification of a flurry of goals, and yeah, Madrid scored twice in two minutes in, in stoppage time. Um, but it's not like where the middle of his team fell out, like when his Bayern Munich lost to Real Madrid, or when City lost to Liverpool in 2018. And you know he's addressed those structural things in the team being really vulnerable in like the middle of games. And you know it's a tie that City led from the second minute to the 181st minute <laughs> and even things like, you know, you go, oh, he took De Bruyne off. Yeah, but he brought on Gundian who was involved in creating the goal and was part of City's best period of the game, probably before the equaliser. And we've got, oh, he brought, and, and I know the, the football banter accounts are all over that he brought Grealish on at 1-0 up, but Grealish created and nearly scored two chances that he was sort of pretty much created himself at a time when Danny Carvajal was bombing on and leaving loads of room and Grealish exploited that, but then Carvajal sets up the winner. So, yeah, in terms of what he did as a coach in that game and the character he showed, the character his players showed, football does just happen. I would take issue with the bit where he said that it wasn't a mentality thing when the when the goal went in, because I do think they panicked. Yeah. But that's not a criticism of him or the players. That's this mad Real Madrid thing, you know, and yeah, straight from kickoff, Edison b- punts a long ball, which I know he referred to. Cancelo plays a bad pass to Foden. That, that period of playing between the two goals, there's no way in that situation you should have 80 seconds between goals when it's injury time. So they did panic, but do you know what? That's okay. It's football. It's a sport played by human beings. And no, he said um, he said that as well, didn't he? That was that, yeah. That, that, yeah. That's it. I'm, I, I've enjoyed the press conference so much. I'm literally parroting what he said now, but. <laughs> Yeah, the, the the and I know he listed several examples of times that City have shown character. But yeah, the idea that the team doesn't have character on that one thing, you know, it's like this is a team that came from behind in the quarterfinals and semifinals last year. They came from behind twice to draw at Anfield this year. You look at their performance. I think this season, even though it might, there's a good, there's a decent chance it ends up trophyless now. But I think there's, a, there's a good argument that this season in terms of the consistency of the performances, of the quality of performances against the best teams. 
I know everyone likes to laugh about Man United now, but the the two derby performances have been so utterly dominant. Chelsea barely got into his penalty area for two games after what Chelsea did to City last season. You know, yeah, to say that that team, that the people involved in that team don't have character is is absurd because a, a mad thing happened and and that's that and that's why everyone's stewing on it still, I guess. Yeah, um, I just want to finish Dom with because uh, the other the other angle that he um, he was asked about was uh, the question was is this team capable of winning the Champions League and it, uh, like most managers at that point would go yeah of course it is you've seen what we've done in all the other competitions and it was the way he went I don't know I can't answer that question. I, I just like I can't basically I can't predict the future. And then in his answer, the ways the way he's talking about the Champions League and how he he wasn't brought there specifically to win that one trophy. He was brought there to change the style of play and to 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 make City a successful team to win as much as they could win. You know, do better in the Carabao Cup, do better in the in the FA Cup, win the Premier League title again and again and again. It's not all focused on the Champions League. And as he was speaking there, I caught his eye about three or four times in that answer. And I ju- we just kind of shared a smile because it was almost as if to say, <laughs> I like he, he was speaking directly to City fans there. Like It's exactly yeah. what they want to hear. Yeah, um, I think, to be honest, probably one of the most sort of, well, the mo- one of the most burnt bits of the press conference was how he repeatedly despite the gravity of this week, kept name-checking the Carabao Cup. I thought that would be fun. <laughs> um, yeah, the thing that always gets thrown around, right, is on the Champions League, that's the one he wants, that's the one the owners really want, which is a fair assumption to make. I think from speaking, being out in Madrid a couple of days ago and speaking to a few City fans, this it always used to be, you want to win the Premier League. There's now a bit of a thing of, well, that's the one. that's the one that we've not won, let's win the Champions League. So I understand people go, that's the one the owners want, that's the one Guardiola wants. But I don't think, and I might be wrong here, I don't think Guardiola or Caldun Barak or Ferran Soriano or Tiki Bagheristain have ever said, that's the one we want. The thing is, it, it's it's handy for Guardiola at times like this that he's quite consistent because he, he says all the time, the goal is to be there in all the competitions come April, May, to be there in the final stages of everything. And so by on his own terms, he is succeeding in that regard. In terms of he doesn't know whether he won the Champions League, I think there's a little bit of a nod of what, there where he's previously, and again, this is how we know he spends too much time on Twitter, on whatever his burner account is, when he referred to himself brilliantly that time as Fraudiola. He knows, he knows. He's only he? yeah. seen on social media. <laughs> There was a little bit of that about, I don't know if we, we can win the Champions League. Of course he knows they can. They, they, by any reasonable measure, he's had one or if not the best team in the world for the last four or five years. So he does think that. But, you know, you, you look at things like Chelsea when you look at the teams that Mourinho had there and then Ancelotti after that. They won the team with Roberto Di Matteo in charge when they finished sixth. Because it is a cup competition, weird things are going to happen. So, I mean... I suppose that what you take out of that is roll on 2028 when caretaker manager Pablo Zabaleta is leading City to <laughs> Champions League glory amid a load of shambles. Because, yeah, it's it, it it's the randomness of football that keeps everybody coming back. And I think he, he probably captured that quite well today. For, for a guy who sometimes gets accused of being a little bit emotionless um, in those settings, I thought he, he captured that pretty well. 
Yeah, um, I got the impression. I, I might be wrong here because um, I, I was after what happened in Madrid. Uh, I have spent the week thinking that Sunday is going to be a really tough game, and I know Newcastle are, are are in form, but they're still not as good a team as City are. Um, I've spent the week thinking they're really, really going to they're going to have to suffer in this game, as Guardiola puts it. Um, after listening to him today, I have been filled with this brand new sense of serenity, and I just feel I, I can't explain why, but I feel serenely confident about the final four games now. And that's not me; that shouldn't be how it works. <laughs> uh, probably not. No, I think um, it is really handy that it's a home game. Um, I think if if next up was. If it, you're the West Ham game that's next weekend, if that was this weekend, um, although West Ham are obviously smart in themselves from a European side, but if, if it was the West Ham or Wolves game next, I think that'd be that'd feel like more of a problem. I think yeah, Newcastle are doing great, but they have lost to Chelsea and Liverpool lately. When they play a really good team, they come they fall a bit short. Um, there's a a lad I used to work with as a Newcastle fan who said I saw him tweet after the City game that. City are either going to beat Newcastle 6 or 7 nil now or Newcastle would win and he couldn't make his mind up which one. And I think, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to put the words in the mouth of whoever's done the charity bet, but maybe uh, look on those sides of the coin because <laughs> it, I think it could, it could feasibly be either or, I think. Yeah. Don Farrell from uh, Sporting News. Thank you. What else could we do on a Friday night but hop on a podcast? So thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. Uh, don't forget, you can sign up to our Patreon for extra shows every Monday. Take a look at patreon.com forward slash Blue Moon Podcast for details. That was the Blue Moon Podcast. Please support the show. Patreon.com forward slash Blue Moon Podcast.